Uh, beep, beep, everybody. It's the Great Podcast backing on up. <laughs> it's episode 187. What? That's right. The, the Samuel L. Jackson movie from 1997 brought to life in Good this podcast. podcast. And and just like the code one eight seven, we're about to murder the year twenty nineteen in games. Wow! I am your host this week, Alex, and with me, as always, is Tiggs. Alex, how's it going? Oh, Tiggs, it is it is going well. Um, we are, are getting ready to finally put twenty nineteen in the books. Twenty nineteen, um, put it to rest. I know most of you guys have already moved on. Yep. You're already worried about everything in 2020. Yeah, a lot's going to happen far, in 2020. But but you know what? As far as just pretend right now it's December 31st. Yeah. 2019. It's a, it's I want new, everyone. It's new you don't even, Eve. Christmas new, just happened. You're, you're 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 still with your friends and family. No yeah. one's gotten drunk and angry at you on on New Year's Eve night yet. Not yet. Uh, this is uh, your second chance right now. This is your Groundhog Day experience. Uh, you still don't know about uh, all the scary things happening in the world. Yeah, no, there's no, no major outbreaks going on. None. That's, that's uh, a really scary thing. Yeah, it is. But you know what? All that you're, you're taking a little mind vacation right yeah. now. A little break. A little little um, a little trip to the islands. Climb the, aboard the, the the cruise. The griefed express. The griefed. Uh, the the SS griefed. Yeah, that Fantasy Island remake hasn't come out yet. That looks weird, right? Yeah, that's not what that show was about. No, is Tattoo still in this? I don't know. She yeah. hasn't been in any of the marketing. In case anyone doesn't know, they're making Fantasy Island as a as a horror movie. I think you know. I like Club Dread. Me so, too. Like, I'll, I'm ready to give this a shot. Uh, controversial opinion. Um, is Club Dread one of? Well, actually, I guess Beer Fest is probably Broken Lizards. Last good, uh, good movie. Yeah, yeah. I I think it's those three. I feel like are, I mean I don't, they only have like five, but um, Club Dread, Beer Fest, Super Troopers. You know, I, I don't think I could revisit Super Troopers at this point. No, I'm too far old. Yeah, I think I could still go back to Club Dread. I I think that movie was, like, it was madcap and stuff like that, but it was a little less, like, <laughs> like, I don't know. The jokes were just like, wee. Yeah. <laughs> which is funny, which is very funny. It was very all. funny, yeah. Uh, I, I, one of my... I'm trying to remember what year Club Dread came out. Um, I think it was probably mid 2000s. 2003. I was working at the video store when it came out. I was. I'd say 2003. I think that may have been, with the exception of like Star Wars and the Lord of the Rings movies, the first like Thursday night release I went to. Really? By myself to Movie Land on Central Avenue. Um, shout out to Movie Land. Shout out to Movie Land. No longer there. Now in Alamo well, Draft House. R.I.P. Um, is it really Alamo Draft House? No. Yeah. Yes, Well, it is. guys, next time you go to that Draft House, order a beer, port pour, directly pour underground. Out from <laughs> <laughs> and you say, this one's this for Movie Land. Land. Um, and they and said, La La Land? Do you mean with 
with Ryan Gosling? Nope. Nope. No, no, no. Movie Land, the movie, the movie theater that used to be here. It was really oh. bad. No, he means Hollywood Land with Adrian Brody. Nope, nope, nope. Not that one either. Not that even, Not that one either. Uh, it was Movie Land. <laughs> uh, remember that movie? Finding Neverland? Yep. <laughs> with Johnny Depp? Johnny Depp. Real depressing. All right. Uh, but Movie Land, what, what, was, what was so bad about it? Oh, it was just like, it was one of those theaters that had been around for decades and it, it uh, like, it must have closed like 2005, 2006. And it was one that never got renovated. Um, okay. So, so it, it, it was, it was kind of, there, there were two movie theaters within this lot on Central Avenue. Um, there was Movie Land and then there was General Cinemas. Um, and neither one was particularly good. Um, Are these second run places? No, 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 no. These were these were like full on like first run theaters, like actual like you know uh, new releases come there. They never. It was weird because they were run by different companies, but they never had an overlap. So it was like you. Wow, were, they, had like a, they had like a secret understanding. Yep, they always. Had, it's weird to think about that, right? Like this is like in like early days where like you could have like had this um, rivalry in the lot. Um, in just like this giant parking lot behind, uh, what was there before? Like a Burlington coat factory. But, okay. Well, they're more than great coats though. <laughs> but no, they were, they had this understanding. It was like, well, you know, we're not going to play the movies you play. You won't play the movies that we play, which meant that we had two movie theaters, each, each with like five, five screens in general cinemas. I think maybe five or six screens in each. So it was at that time. You would you would uh, uh, like see like random like smaller movies might actually be in these theaters. Wow. So, well, here's the question that like who decided? Well, you, I mean, you don't know this, but but how did they divide up the uh, like the actual big like blockbusters? That's a good question. I don't know. I'm, now I'm like now I'm like thinking back. Like, was it really that way? There, it's possible that like some of them, anything really big, like. Like maybe the Star Wars prequels did come to both. So they, they must have. They must have. Because right. I feel like even if you look at like AMC and Regal across the street from each other, right. I imagine that they also they must have some sort of. They must have like d- talk about the times, right? <sighs> like, look, well, you, you you can have the six thirty. We'll take the seven. You know. Well, like I that. imagine what it is is that the studios off. are probably told that you can't have a regal if it's at amc in this radius whatever like maybe with like a time this close to it yeah that might be too crazy i don't know uh it's like it's it's like yeah i don't know Uh, i'm trying to i'm trying to relate it to like how uh in depending on which side of a block you live on in new york city you have a different cable company yeah. Um, like it's, you know, like, oh, we don't get Fios here, but these people across the street, they definitely get Fios and RCN and we're stuck with whatever time Warner, okay. I guess. I you all have spectrum now. Oh, that's right. It is spectrum now. Uh, <laughs> so that was a long time that we went on that tangent for, but anyway, regardless, club dread saw it midnight release Thursday night, immediately, immediately texted Rafe. And was like, dude, you got to go see Club Dread. He went and saw it the next day. Yeah, it, it was good. Yeah, I remember renting that and liking it. I I remember I remember really enjoying it. Um, still to this day, I, maybe I'll put that on later. Um, yeah, you know what? I I think you should you should give yourself like a little laugh counter. Yeah, 
and just see see if it holds up. See if it holds up. I I think nowadays that too, like something like a what's it called, like a a, a super trooper, something that's such a cult following and and a rabid cult following. I imagine that like mass quoting has either made that movie better or a lot worse. It's it's tough to say. Like Super Troopers two. Was that bad? I've heard people say hated it, right? I, I didn't I don't I didn't hate it. Uh like I laughed a couple times. I thought it had some good goofs in it, but I, overall it felt like, you know, rather unnecessary coming out like what, like fifteen years after Super Troopers. This being said, I backed it on like Kickstarter or whatever or Indiegogo. So like I'm yeah. part of the problem. And it's not also it's not a problem. Like, yeah. it's not like more movies are a good thing. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and you know what else is a good thing, Tiggs? What is that, Alex? Finally closing the door on 2019. It's December 31st right now. December 31st. We definitely didn't miss it by a month. Nope, definitely not. We, ha- you know, uh, you gotta, you gotta let it stew. It's like a, a slow cooked chili. Our, our top ten in the year. Yeah. Every now and then, it's for a month. Sprinkle in some some cayenne pepper, or like. Yeah. Um, or beans, beans. Get those beans, <laughs> beans in, there. in there. Beans in there. Get some turmeric. Oh, okay. I would randomly put turmeric in. I would, I would put like a lot of weird stuff in chilies. Turmeric. Uh, but I think the chocolate. thing is with chili, you can right. It's kind of a malleable food. Yeah, exactly. Because most of the time you don't taste it. <laughs> it just <laughs> doesn't taste like usually. Usually, just tastes like hot. Yeah, exactly. You can put whatever hot. you want in there. It's like hot and sludgy. Yeah. Like that's all it's got to be. So to get to get rid of the sludge, I used to put oh man, I used to take some quinoa, right? Sprinkle in like okay. a cup of quinoa and, and like stir that in there and let it cook up for a while, and the quinoa would end up uh, uh absorbing a bunch of like uh the 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 grease and stuff like that and then you it, it would be less sludgy, it would be very good. Mm, Pro tip. That sounds all right. Yeah. And and what alarm would that be? Ooh, uh, maybe 2 2 and a half. Okay. Yeah, I I just in case someone didn't like the hotness, I would add more more hot later. I, I have you ever gone to a chili cookoff? Nope. I wish I had. I love the idea of it. <laughs> I, I I have been to a couple. Uh, pre or pre or post uh, eating meat. Uh, this ooh, I think it would. Mm, I think they straddle one being pre, one being post. Okay. Um. But very close in time. Okay. Uh, the one of the bars I worked at for karaoke had chili cookoffs. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it was it was cool. It was definitely like, but man, it's a long day, and like twelve hours of eating chili. <laughs> That's a lot of chili. It's a lot of chili. That's a lot of chili. And also, a lot of them were made very like. A lot of them are made very similarly. Yeah, no, that's the thing with chili. And even if they're not, they still taste kind of the same. This one tastes good. And they're good. And they're I love good. Chili. Oh, yeah, don't get me wrong. I love chili. But sometimes people make interesting choices that don't make it. Like, one person just made it without beans at all. Yeah, that's a good chili. I think yeah. that's that's like, um, I want to say that's like a Texas-style chili has no beans oh, in it. Oh, is it? I think so. But the problem with the chili cook-off is that I feel like the hotness is dumbed down for mass appeal. Yeah, oh, for sure. Because you want to get it played on the radio. (laughs) You're just trying to make the hits. Exactly. Exactly. It's not about the the chili anymore, man. Yeah, it's just, it's all about, it's all about the the notoriety. It really really loses something. 
Well, my chili group, we were traveling around. We were playing. We were selling out. You're selling out chili? <laughs> yeah. Seems, to, good. Seems, like a, seems like a pretty good gig. Yeah, but then uh, one of the chili executives came around. Uh-oh. Big chili. They Go only ahead. offered one of us the chili deal. Uh, was the lead singer? <laughs> yep. The lead oh, singer no. of the chili group. Went away. There it is. That's how it ends. But you know what? Then they just they they got torn apart by drugs and sex and chili. That's what they don't tell you. That's what's going to happen every time. Every time you sign with a major chili label, that, you know you got to make sure you got your friends around you, good friends. Yeah. But by the end, yeah, he came back. Oh, did you let him back in? We let him. You oh. know what? We just played one more. We just did one more chili cook-off, like a, the small place that we started in. One last love burger show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thanks. So the way it's going to work tonight yes. is we're going to give a, a a game on our top ten list what? and then an honorable mention. Honorable mention first, then a game on the top ten list. Okay, that, that sounds good. Yeah. Um, and we're going to trade off doing that until it counts down from ten yeah. to one. And just so you, it's going to go ten, nine, eight. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. I can't stress this enough. Yeah. Starting at ten. The ten yeah. is going to be the one we'd like less than the one. Oh, that's that's a good point. I've, yeah, yeah. You should yeah, we need to make that known. Just because it's a higher number doesn't mean we like it more. Yeah. Yeah. Normally higher numbers are better. Exactly. Except in, in golf. golf they're, yeah. In golf they yeah. are not. This is golf rules. And also I think we can say safely say that the 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 honorable mentions those don't have a number associated. Those are just whatever. Yeah, those are just, those are just kind of whatever. If we want to say, you know, uh, how how much they meant to us, we can. But no numbers on the honorable mentions. And then right before one, uh, we're gonna talk about some games we forgot about. Worst game, most disappointing games, all in and one take, category. And takes it's December thirty first also. So luckily, people are still have plenty of time to listen. To us. We haven't wasted everyone's plenty night. Plenty of time. Plenty of time. Also, how did you bet on that Super Bowl? I didn't. I didn't bet. No, I'm saying, how would you now? We still got two months, like a month. Oh, yeah, that's and, true. I would say, you see, who is, um, I would say that the Chiefs are probably going to win by 11? This is a guess. I say it's never going to happen. If you, no, no. Never going to happen. Never going to happen. Never in a million years. We'll see, you know, history will prove one of us right. All right, Tiggs, give me your number 10, uh, my unknown mention. Your honorable 10. <laughs> your honor. Number 10, resorting resorting for duty. <laughs> resorting for duty. duty. My first honorable mention, um, mm-hmm. in no particular order, uh, is going to be Super Mario Maker 2, uh, which Got is, it. you know, a great game. Uh, maybe maybe too much. I guess I didn't jump on the bandwagon as hard as I did with Super Mario Maker. Um, partially, I think uh, my nephew didn't get Super Mario Maker 2, and one of my favorite things to do with Super Mario Maker was uh, he would make levels, then I would go and play them. Um, and, and so that uh, that didn't uh, happen this time around. So I didn't get That's as much. That's super cute, though. That's like a cool way to play the game with, yeah. with someone. I, I, I really, really enjoyed <laughs> Except it. Except if you were, like, really cruel to him. <laughs> it would say, Just like, zero stars and... over and over again. Make a better level. No, I, I, I would check it, like, every day. It'd be like, oh, did he put one up? Did he put one up? Did he put one up? Um, and so that didn't happen with this one, which is why it's not making the, uh-huh. the list. Um, but uh, still, still a lot of fun. They added, you know, um, the Super Mario Worlds in there now. Um, and there's, 
it's still a great game. And, you know, watching, like, the games done quick stuff of, like, Super Mario Maker 2 runs uh, are, are great. You see just how much creativity people get into it uh, or get out of it um, and just how much, like, there is to the game. Um, but, yeah, it's going honorable mention for me. All right. That's totally fair. Yeah. Uh, and right. my number 10 game of the year is Call of Duty Modern Warfare. All right. Alex? This is a really good Call of Duty game. I I, I agree with you. Yeah, uh, this was higher up on my list for a little while, uh, and then I did some like rejiggering and stuff like that, so so it ended up being lower. But best Call of Duty I've played in a very long time. Best campaign for Call of Duty in a very long time. Um, just a big action movie of a Call of Duty series game. You know, it, it's kind of what I wanted from it. Yeah, I think that they had gotten a little too crazy with yeah. the Black Ops stuff, like trying to layer like other weird metagame stuff on there, and like um, the technology of the wars was kind of getting away from them. Yeah, no, oh, a hundred percent. Like the whole the whole series as a as a whole would be like it, it was just kind of a bit of a jumble, right? And it bounced around so much, you kind of like the. It didn't feel like a cohesive series anymore besides, the, I guess, the gameplay. But, like, this one really brought it back. Um, just, you know, it's, it's, it's a prequel. Uh, yeah. And it's just, it's simple, fun, dumb. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Totally. Totally. Um, so that is my number 10, Alex. Give me your honorable mention and your number 10 game. So, question. If yep. we both have one thing, because these honorable mention uh, order doesn't really matter. Yeah. If you say something that I have as well, should we talk, both talk about it? Yeah, I think that makes sense. Okay, cool. Then I had Mario Maker 2 also. <laughs> I won't say anything about it when you talk about it. No, no, I meant it's also a, a, an honorable mention mark. Okay, I got you. Okay. So as I'm saying, like, if we both have the same thing as on our, on our list for honorable mention... Might as well mention it. But then if you want to talk about it when the first one gets mentioned, do that. If you want to talk about it some when the second one you mention it, also feel free. All right, cool. Well, I'll just talk about it now, then. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with everything you said about... Except for your... Yeah, playing you your, play your, with your my nephew, nephew as well? You're playing your nephew's <laughs> levels. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> I'd say your 34-year-old friend. <laughs> grown man with a beard. Uh, no, this was a really good game that I just weirdly didn't feel the same connection to. Yeah. Uh, that I did the first one. Maybe part of that was I was so ex- that that first one was just such a a breath of fresh air. Totally, uh, and and so kind of revolutionary in terms of the the access that Nintendo gave people to create. Right. Um, and I know there was like the the stuff with them deleting levels after you know a month or whatever, which just a that's stupid a, bummer. A bummer. Yeah. But like the the community for Mario Maker was so good and and was so innovative. That that first game, you would go on like Kotaku or something like that, and you would just be like, see like someone just made this amazing thing in Mario Maker, and I'd immediately have to go and grab the the, the code and download it. And oh it yeah, was so exciting for this one. I'd say I had about two weeks of, yes. of really enjoying it. I like that they tried putting more into the single playerish type stuff of it. Uh, I thought that was fun, but yeah, it really did fall off after those first two weeks. Yeah, for some reason, and, and then people were doing those like short levels, yeah, those, like, whatever fifteen second, um, thirty second levels. Um, I thought those were super cool. Yeah, granted, they were kind of 
just the updated versions of the auto-scrolling levels, except this time you actually had to press buttons. Right, yeah, where nice. you would just, like, drop you, and then you just keep hitting stuff until you got to the end of the level. And those were cool for a little bit, and then it was just, like, over. You're just like, all right, I don't care anymore. I'm not doing anything. Um, I thought they added some cool stuff in there. Like, they added, what was it, the, the, the switches? Yep, those were cool. Uh, all the costumes uh, that have come out recently, like, you can be Link, and there's, like, different stuff for that. That's kind of cool. Uh, they don't have the skinny Mario one, do they? I yeah. don't think so. I oh, think that was, they that may have gotten rid of poison mushroom in general. I don't think that exists anymore either. Um, but there, there was there was some good additions. Like it wasn't like the game was devoid of any innovation. But the thing was, right. I think some of it though could have been a uh, an expansion. Yeah. No, totally. And they needed to put it on Switch. Um, get it off yeah. the Wii U. Uh, it should have been. It should have been like, here's the original game for like 30 bucks. And then, you know, here's like a season pass where we're going to start like, here's a season pass where like first thing you're going to get is like Super Mario World. Then you're going to get Super Mario 2. Then we're going to give you like all like new Super, well, I guess new Super Mario Brothers and 3D Lander in there as well. But, you know, it's like stuff like that where they could have like, like, oh, here's you get make a Mario golf stage or something weird. Like, you know. Yeah, and- I, I think that like, and again, people were still amazing and creative on this one oh, like totally. the first person level uh that was like so cool yeah um that and, was really cool but but for some reason this with this one it was just um i just didn't quite click as as well um i, I you know i i should actually check it out and just jump yeah, back in you know whatever eight months later yeah uh all right but actually going from that to another Nintendo property for my number 10, okay. Luigi's Mansion. Oh, very nice. Uh, I really, really enjoyed this game. Yeah. Um, I think that this is just a... Really, like, getting the like the actual good Nintendo level of polish on this one, like, yeah. like a full release, really made a world of difference. Um, I think that the... The graphics, the production value, the the puzzles, everything is top notch in this. Um, I think it's just a really like charming puzzle game. Yeah, I, I I don't have it on either of my list, but I really enjoyed like the little bit I played. And I guess the reason that it didn't make it is because I only played it for like a day or two before I kind of fell off of it. When my niece and nephew were here, I tried to get them to play it, um, but neither of them were super into it. So that that's kind of when I fell off and all I wanted to do was play like Cuphead. Um, oh, that's well, oh man, your kids, your, those kids are like, yeah, cool gamers, right? They were, they were all about Shit. Cuphead and my niece only uh, wanted to be Mugman or Mughead, whatever it is. Wow. Like, Mug- is Mugman, to, I think it's... Whichever one she, yeah. she refused to be Cuphead. She wanted to be Mugman. Um, uh, yeah, for, with the Luigi's Mansion, like the first sitting that I played in this, I like stayed up most of the night, uh, playing this just like in the dark handheld mode, uh, just like grinding through about 40% of it. Wow. Um, I, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, it was very I think, fun. I think that like the goo, I think some of the, the additions to it, unfortunately, like, I think we're just either not explained quite well enough or didn't quite feel important of like the, the goo version of yourself. Yeah. Gooigi. That stuff. Uh, Gooigi. I hate saying that. Um, it, it, it felt a little clunky sometimes. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, and I think that like some of those puzzles didn't quite feel as satisfying. Yeah. Uh, and I think the game does, does lag a bit in the middle. Okay. Um, I need to put some more time into it. 
I, yeah. I love the look of it. I, I think it's one of the prettiest games. Absolutely. And and just the level design yeah. is just really nice. Like all the different rooms in the hotel and just the way that they make everything feel uh, unique and really like play into the the different parts of it, uh, like like into the, the puzzles themselves. I, I think it's just it's really smart. And it's just like it, you can tell that like not to say that the last two games didn't have a lot of love. Right. But I think like this one. They kind of had their best on it. Yeah, they're coming out the gate swinging. Uh, yeah. All right, Tiggs, give me your number nine. All right. So first up, my next honorable mention is Astral Chain. We're just keeping the Switch train rolling. Oh my um, god! So yeah. latest, uh, I think it's the latest from Platinum Games. Um, and you know, I I put like a good six or so hours into this until I just kind of fell off of it. Um, for other games. Um, but from what I played, I really, I really enjoyed it. I thought the combat system was like really different and fun. Um, it, it kind of, it was tough to get a hang of though. Um, like switching between all of the, like your, whatever they are, they're not mirages. That's what's in Tokyo Mirage Session, which I'm playing now, but for all intents and purposes, your mirages, um, and like letting some of them loose, going crazy, uh, like having them like go after guys and like you not really being this powerful character. And then in between all of that, having like these cool like investigation sequences. And those were my favorite parts of it more than the yeah. Um, I, I like the investigation sequences the most. Um, but yeah, th- this is a game that I, I wish I play or I wish stuck with me more. Cause I could have easily seen it being in the top 10. Um, if, but, but yeah, the more investigation, I think uh, probably would have kept me going on it more. It, it feels like that the game was pretty cool, but also maybe a little uneven. Yeah. A hundred percent, and that, that, that you nail nail on the head, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but how how was the actual mystery itself? Was like the mystery compelling? Like was the story like how? All right, was it nonsense? Oh, it was anime nonsense. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> so in case you were wondering, it's anime nonsense. Um, but all right, my number nine game of the year, Alex, is mm-hmm. the Outer Worlds. All right, latest. From Obsidian, um, Fallout in Space. Uh, I had a blast, just like, like, just like churning through this game. Like that—that's what I was thinking about most of the time when I wasn't playing this game. I was like, yeah. "Man, I wonder what's going on in Outer Worlds right now." Yeah, I, I remember when you said you were starting it on like a Thursday. Yeah, and like on Monday, I believe, you're like, well, finish the Outer Worlds. <laughs> And yeah, it was, I just like I flew through that game. Um, I, I went back and I started doing like another quest line, like to get like a different ending. Um, I never ended up finishing that one, but like I really enjoyed all the dialogue choices. I, I liked all the systems at play. It felt like a actual evolution of Fallout in some ways, um, because there was better shooting than Fallout normally has, right? Uh, so, like, you have the oh, slowdown, yeah. but you don't have VATS. And I love VATS, but, like, uh, th- this this was basically, you know, the, the next part of that, like, the next evolution of that. Um, and I think it works really well. I think the story was, was well done and well told. I think that it falters probably a little bit in the latter half. Um, it starts off a lot stronger, but I, I think that like it, it, it makes such a good impression. There's so much to do. There's so many side quests. Um, it tries too hard to be funny at times, um, but that's like my biggest knock against it. Where it's just like, all right, just rain it. Not everything has to be a joke. 
Like some of it's just contextually funny. You don't have to be trying to make jokes all the time. Um, but still really liked, really enjoyed playing it. Um, highly recommend it to, to anyone, especially you, Colm. Um, I think you would really dig this one. Hey, Colm. Hey, Colm. Uh, awesome. Yeah. And so, Alex, give me your next honorable on number nine. Uh, my next honorable uh, is... I don't want to close the notes up. Um, God, do you ever have two different notes going that have, like, the same start oh yeah uh i had two that had the my top of my video game list and one went to my movie list um uh, so midsummer number nine <laughs> yep <laughs> my number nine uh honorable mention is pathologic 2 Ooh, i never played this this it is on game pass right now this is more of an honorable mention because I need to commit myself to playing this game, and maybe this is one we actually should try to stream someday, because be this game is goddamn insane. Really? Yeah, it's 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 completely, like, bonkers. And watching all, like, the video essays I have on it of people that have actually played and finished it make it sound like the coolest, smartest game around. Yeah. But then when you actually try to play it, um, it, it feels like you like, I, mean, I guess it feels like you like walked in halfway through a David Lynch movie. I'm into this. Uh, and not like you wouldn't already, like you would already of course be confused. Right. But this is just infinitely more, um, like confusing than it should be, but it seems really cool. Okay. It's an open world, like again, it's an open world uh, horror RPG, I guess. Okay. And you're like coming into this town as a a plague is happening. Okay. And uh, you're like the mechanic, like it has really, really harsh kind of survivalish type mechanics. Like you do have to worry about hunger, thirst being tired and all this stuff, but you also have to worry about how infected you are with this plague, and also until people in the town get to know you and like you, uh, they all will start attacking you, and it's just really weird and dour, but like, it's got a kind of a crazy sense of humor to itself. Hmm. I, It's from, uh, where is it from? From either Russia or Ukraine or somewhere like that. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it's it's. I had to watch multiple videos just to kind of get into what's happening. Okay. Like it seems like it's also very fourth wall breaking. Oh, okay. Um, I'm into those. I, I I wish I had gotten to revisit it since adding this to my list. Yeah. Uh, a while ago. Because I'm like, duh, it things. It does stuff. No, it's spooky. Spooky. Yeah, I, I strongly recommend I watching. Yeah. Uh, H-Bomber Guy has a great video on the first okay. pathologic leading into kind of this one and how the first pathologic is also completely insane. Was, did uh, H-Bomber Guy do that Bloodborne video? Yes. Okay. Um. But yeah, like like I think we're supposed to also I think the game, much like Super Mario uh Brother Super Mario World 
No, no, it was Super Mario 3, right? It's that's the one that's a play? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Super Mario 3. Is, this one, I think, starts off with the characters you can select uh, putting on a play, Ooh. and you hear them talking about everything. Oh. It's very weird. It's 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 the it's an art house movie of of games. This sounds really cool. This um, I, I might just go download this on Xbox. You should. Yeah. Just so you know, though, yeah, it's supposed to be like eighty hours long. I think. How many? I think about eighty hours. <sighs> try just try to get to the first day because it's split up into days. Oh God, that's right. And like the beginning of the game just starts with like you. Like sharing a boxcar in a train with some weird guy, and like gigantic, weird like I think like bird people like I think they're supposed to be plague doctors, uh, like appearing and disappearing and like things getting people getting killed. It's all, I, I, again, I'm saying this like it's been six weeks since I actually played it, so it's all like it's it's like a little kid trying to like tell you about a show that he saw once, right? Doesn't remember all the details. Like, but trust yeah. me, it was really cool. But yeah, trust me, it was really cool. I, um, I believe you. Thank you. All right, my number nine game. Uh, this is gonna be the first one that I cheat on and put okay. two in there. Okay. Uh, because the the thing I'm kind of putting in here for my okay. placeholder is like great PSVR games. Okay. Yeah. Sure. And I'm making a Beat Saber slash Trover saves the universe. Beat Saber slash. What is it? Trover saves. All right, right. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the Justin Roiland game. Uh, yeah, these two games really continued. Like, 2018 saw the PSVR actually start to make sense as an investment. It only right. took, what, three, three and a half years yeah. at that point? It took a while. Uh, but the PSVR started kind of finally getting really cool hard, uh, software. Yeah. And... Beat Saber is probably one of the best rhythm games uh, of the generation, easily. Yeah, that's uh, what everyone says. It's it's one that I've just like left out at parties, like when my my roommate had like some of her her friends over. Uh, I just sort of like left it in my on uh, one of the TVs going, and by the end of the night, everyone's just playing Beat Saber. That's crazy. And just like trading off and just like laughing and just like could not get enough of it. Nice. Um, it's really easy to pick up and play and super intuitive in terms of you're just, again, you're just you slashing boxes with lightsabers to a beat. Uh, it's sounds great. Yeah. It, it's, it's it, the music I think is kind of the worst part of it. It's really like probably very cheap generic techno. So it's not so, original. It's not, I mean, it is original. It's not like a uh, rock band where there, can, there are, there are packs now. Is right, it, like, it's a green day pack. Yeah, yeah. It's since it's blown up, they've they've released a lot more packs. Okay, um, but it's but man, it's and it's difficult too. Like it's it is a kind of a definition of a easy to get a hang of, hard to master one. Like there are ways Let's that like go. if you slice certain ways that it gets you more points. So you can like like I actually hit a wall after about the first ten or so levels in the single player Sliced where like wall. I had to actually go through and retrain myself to actually play correctly. Wow. Uh, to start getting through more. Like a um, Dark Souls? It's yeah, it gets really difficult. And it's just it's really satisfying and it's one of those games that like when you fail, you don't feel bad. Okay. You're just like, oh okay, why well, I just I get to play this really fun game again. Does it work outside of VR? Do you think? 
What do you mean? Like, it, I don't know if there's a non-VR option for it, but like, like there are VR games that are just like, yeah, no, this is a really fun, great game of VR, but if you were just to play this on a flat screen, it wouldn't translate. Um, I don't it, think so. I think, I, I mean, you would still need the move controllers. Like, you still need the motion controllers to okay. slice things. Okay. Because you're, you're like, I mean, there are times you have to, like, cross your arms and, like, go down and you have to dodge. Um, there's a lot to it. You get physically into it. Okay. Uh, so I don't think you could do a non-VR version of this. Again, you'd still have to... If you did, you still need the PlayStation camera and, and the PlayStation okay. controllers. Okay. Uh, but yeah, this is... Man, actually, the more I think, maybe this should have even been higher on my list, but it's too late now. Um, nope, tied for ninth. It's, it's tied for ninth. But it, it's... Well, these games are just like... Again, kind of the placeholder to this is just... It's a continuing ascendance of PSVR. And Trover Saves the Universe... Um, yes, I think I've talked about this one a bunch. Um, Justin Roiland's uh, Squanch Games, his, yep. his, his game studio, uh, they they made like a really hilarious uh, VR action adventure game, and it's not only like funny and like again, like I said, yeah, a little tiresome sometimes, but um, but they use gameplay again, very similar to uh, that game Moss, and yes. they just hit it out of the park like it actually it's it's not a game that you're you're going through terrible gameplay to to get to the funny parts right you're actually enjoying every single part of this okay nice um yeah the voice uh, acting works the whole time yeah it's it's just like these two games if someone were to get a psvr i'd say buy these immediately right now i know they never go on sale and right. stop me from buying them for about six months yeah um but they are completely worth it. Okay. Uh, all right, Tiggs, give me your number uh, eight. All right. Well, first up, uh, honorable mention. Next up is Box Boy plus Box Girl, um, which I think might be the last Box Boy game. I believe so. Yeah, and it's you know it's really cute. It's fun. It's I feel like I'm trying to remember what the last one was called. It was called Bye Bye Box Boy, which I feel like was a was a bit better of a game. Uh, there's, you know, the, the four of them now, but, um, really great. Same vein as all those ones. Um, you know, same, same concept the whole time. Um, more, some interesting level designs and interesting level mechanics. Um, but still just like a real joy to play. Um, so, uh, you know, if you got a switch, it, it's, it's a cheap game. It's totally worth picking up. And it really, it, it makes me, um, wish that they would come out with like a new pushmo for the um for the switch oh, at some point man. yeah um that's the game that i'm waiting for now like uh switchmo whatever call it whatever doesn't matter that's a free name take it nintendo um and my number eight of the year is resident evil 2 remake this, I mean, you, you go around the internet, you can find out so much you want about it. Uh, this is like, like a fantastic remake. This is, you know, one of the best remakes that, that it's true and faithful to the original while still um, taking chances and making changes and just being like all around just a great game uh, to play. It, it was just a joy to, to jump into. Uh, it's something that, again, it's another game that I've meant to actually go back into and do like another run. I, I went through it um, once as uh not jill yeah jill yeah yeah um and i wanted to go through and do leon uh i haven't done that yet but it's it's very 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 well done it looks fantastic um it 
you know, uh, ever since like with Resident Evil Seven, they really like brought it back to to people like getting people interested in Resident Evil again. Um, actually put out a decent game, and then I had low expectations for the Resident Evil Two remake. I was like, oh man, they're doing this. I mean, I, I like the one remake, but is this really good? Like, are they just going to keep doing this? How is this really going to pan out? It's been like a decade and a half since the, or two decades almost since the Resident Evil one remake. Um, but this, they just nailed it on, on every, every sense of the, uh, just every aspect. Um, it's, if you love Resident Evil two, you're going to love the remake. If you've never played Resident Evil two, uh, but like the Resident Evil series, you're going to really, you're going to love the remake. Um, if you're just looking for like a good, light horror third person shooter like you're gonna love this remake as well like there's there's just so much going on in this game there's so much fun to be had uh the shooting is so much better than it's ever been um the graphics are amazing it's it's fantastic uh yeah i think that you're 100 percent right this is how you remake games exactly this Um, is this is now like this is the they gave you the map for how to remake games now like this is this is what everything is going to start being compared to I, I hope so. Yeah. And like, well, I mean, I, I hope rather that this is the the trend, the trend now that like that Capcom kind of set the yeah standard because man, like the fact that you can, like you said, you it brings in so much new stuff while staying true to the the spirit. Yep, uh, it was awesome. Yep. Yeah, super great, super great. Uh, Alex, number super eight, hot. Super, um, super hot. All right, my number eight. Uh, if I wanted to give another, another, uh, little honorable mention here, yep. then I will say Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Oh, yeah. I've got that on my list, too, so I'm just going to talk about that now. All right, cool. Um, yeah, this is a, a really fun revisiting of the, the kind of Marvel Ultimate Alliance X-Men Legends. Yeah. Uh, style of like dungeon crawling gameplay, and um, I think that it's it's again it's one of those games that's it's really really basic and really fun. Yeah, um, it's it's a good like junk food game that like you can kind of just put on and mindlessly play, um, and like it's a great couch co op game that you can just like it really hang is. out with someone and just like bullshit while. You know, occasionally have to be like you know you maybe occasionally have to bark orders at each other and like uh, strategize on a very basic level. Yeah, but for the most part, the skip like skip never got too hard. No, it didn't. actually there was like a couple bosses that were pains. But by the end of it, I think I I was down to I, I want to say like I actually ran out of lives on I had like two or three guys left and one was completely down. Um, but for the most part, yeah, it, it was just like, it's a joy to play, especially couch co-op again. This is one that I played with my niece and nephew, uh, the three of us playing, uh, together. And that was really great as well. Yeah. It's, it's just really fun to cycle through all the characters and try them all out. And yeah. like, like that's like you, you pay for the, the privilege to be able to, you know, play as all your favorite characters and interact with them and, you know, just kind of discover all their uh their powers and their and their co-op powers and um yeah it's just a, it's just a fun game it's a fun game very yeah. fun game so back off everyone yeah seriously uh all right and my number 8 game is bloodstained 
Ooh, Ritual of the Night. Ritual, I was looking for the subtitle. I am, I'm sure, I expected this to be a lot higher. Um, it was. I kind of, I, I didn't, not dinged it. Um, it, it was kind of a rough go of it. Yeah. It, it had some. Uh, I, I made the mistake, and great. Like it's just my fault for choosing the wrong, the wrong, uh, the wrong console to play this on. It was to play this on Switch. It took a while for the Switch team to, version to get fixed. It was they, like it wasn't until like probably what? It's like October. last month. Honestly, they they said last month that it's now like um like synonymous with all the other versions, like just as well playing. Uh, but man, um, if you like, uh. If you like uh, Castlevania, I do. Then, then guess what? Someone made an, uh, well, Igarashi made yes. another Castlevania. Um, and man, this game is really good. Uh, it's it's definitely better than a lot of the mid tier like DS and all those that were still really good. Yeah, uh, Castlevanias that we got for a while. Yeah, uh, I think that they added a lot of. Really fun elements with like the crafting, with the cooking, uh, the cooking, all that kind of stuff. Like, and all the different powers uh, that you absorb and everything. Like, yeah. they they really put a lot into this game. Um, and it shows. And it's just it's even when it didn't like it's, it's a testament to the fact that like even when this game was kind of busted, mm-hmm. I still wanted to play it. Yeah, like I, I was just like, well, I'm gonna suffer through because. This game is super fun. Yeah. Uh, and it's got, like, really awesome, like... Uh, I mean, they took all the best parts of, like, something like Symphony of the Night. Um, having, mm-hmm. like... Like, the cool, like... Uh, like, changing perspective of the levels if you move around and everything while still keeping that, like, that 2D plane. And, like... Yeah. Uh, like, the bosses with, like... Giant, grotesque bosses that, like... That change and, and all this. Like, it's... Um, it's straight up Symphony of the Night. Yeah, it is in the it best way possible. Uh, yeah, and like I started again. I played this. Start playing this on a trip, and I put like twenty or thirty hours in at that time. Wow. And I found myself like I, I realized later on in the summer that I was staying in the first forty percent of it. Really, for about ten hours longer than I needed to, because okay. I was just having so much fun grinding and killing stuff and 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 getting different weapons and uh like the weapon choices in this are awesome um like the different uh like the guns and like the different all that stuff as well as like uh like you, have, you actually have like four different types of magics that that you can go through like it's it's insane all the things they add to this um i'm actually playing it again now on xbox one I, I have meant to go back to this so many times, um, especially now that the Switch update uh, is supposed to be in place and it's supposed to be like the best playing that it can be. I haven't yet, um, but like it, I, I really, really want to. I love Castlevania. I love Symphony of the Night. Um, and it's something that I just keep meaning to do and then just keep putting off. It, it, it's one of those games that I would start my PlayStation, my PlayStation, my play session, yep. listening to a podcast. Yeah. And within probably half hour to 45 minutes i would shut off the podcast because i wanted to hear the castlevania like music that they had going on yeah i was getting like so like i need to concentrate so i wanted like no other like i just want to be in the game world totally um yeah this this game had a rocky start but it it rules yeah um all right tigs god we're we're 
we're not really cruising. We're not really cruising. I like to think that we were cruising for a moment, but then if you want to hear me vaguely recollect things for fucking 45 minutes. All right, give me number seven. And, All right, so uh, my, my next honorable mention would have been Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, which we just talked about a little bit. Um, so my number seven game of the year is Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Oh, can I will be honest with you. I did not expect that. This is kind of a big bombshell right now. Is, I know this. This was. This is. This is Charlize Theron right now, just showing up. Um, this is a fantastic game. Margot Robbie is <laughs> a um, fictionalized person. That was kind of an amalgam of other people. Yeah, more. Yeah, there, there's. You know, everyone else had like a specific person they were. Margot Robbie is kind of like a bunch of people. Um, kind of cheapens it. Um, right yeah um sekiro shadows die twice is we've talked about it a bunch on this podcast um, i do much so yeah. <laughs> yeah, honestly yeah uh so i don't want to spend too much time on it we talked about it a bunch last week uh, or yeah it was last week uh with the game yeah. awards podcast because it won that um it's a great game like it, it it's one of the best playing it's probably the most like the best fidelity in playing of all the from software games. Like they really tightened up everything. Um, but because they focused on like the one weapon and, um, and, and that's kind of where it loses it for me is the, the freedom of the build, um, which is always something that I like really cherished in the from software games is something that I love. And also like the, the weirdness and, you know, esotericness of the story, uh, in most of the other from software games, that's not really here. Like most of it is, it is a much more, yeah, like narrative focused story. Like it tells you a lot of stuff. There's, there are things that it doesn't, um, depending on like the, the endings and, and like, you know, some other like side characters to mean, and there are stories for all them, but it's not as, it's not as like weird. You got to go find and look around in the environment. And the environment does all the storytelling, like the dark souls games does. And, and that's really like that mixed with the gameplay being probably just a little bit too unforgiving at times. And, and too, chippy you know like uh, breaking so i'm just gonna keep like bashing on this game of why it's only number seven and not number, number one um right like what a it, piece of shit yeah it's like taking someone's um like like guard meter down it just felt like it was just it felt like every boss fight was a grind and that never really felt that way in the Dark Souls games. And and, and that's kind of like the main... That's my main knock against it. But I still love the combat. And I love the love like the world. And the traversal is the best that it's ever been. Uh, I, I completely agree with everything. I guess I don't want to say too much, right? Oh, it might be coming up soon, huh? I don't know. I just don't know. I fuck. I actually don't know what to do with a lot of my list right now. Like, <laughs> when to talk about stuff. Yeah, if it's, if it's um, on your top ten, I would say hold off. If it's in an honorable mention, then feel free. Tiggs, I'm about to drop another bomb. Another Charlie Theron here. Another shell Charlie Theron coming up. All right, it's your turn for. This is, uh... this is in one of my this is one of my honorable mentions. Right, let's hear it. Oh, really? I think I. <sighs> this is like one of my greatest shames. <laughs> this is like I want to like. I, I want to, like, drop my, my mask in a trash can and be like, Spider-Man no more. Oh, there As I walk away because I feel so bad that there's a From Software game that I have not had that moment yet with. Yeah. It, th- that moment, I, I pushed through this game and never really had that moment. I, I, I only got about, I'd say, 12 hours into this. That's a long time to not have that moment. 
I know. Yeah. And that's why. But the problem is, I'd say probably three of those hours, and probably more, is me bashing my head against the wall and not getting through. The, that, the first area in general, which is not a difficult spot per se, but like I died like on the normal enemy that just happens to have like an extra health, like a little bit more difficult than the normal enemies. Uh, first guy who's like standing in front of a door. I died on him like 30 times and I almost just quit the game. It's it's a really well made game. It is. And I really like I, I really like I want to love this game and I respect it. But I can't quite break on on through on it and, and to you know to the other side. Yeah. And, yeah. You can't Jim Morrison um, it. I got you. I can't Val Kilmer. No. Val Kilmer, Charlie's Theron dropping in. Because uh, he was wait, he was in the doors. Yeah. He was, yeah. He not only played Doors in the Doors movie, but also in Wayne's World 2, right? No, I don't think he was. He wasn't, was he? No. I'm going to look this up. You, right, you, sorry. you look this up. I'm looking up Wayne's World 2 right now. Okay. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, this, this game, I, 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 really, I really enjoy it, but I just, I, I, it's, it's kind of breaking my streak of front software games being, I guess, actually, Dark Souls 3 didn't either. Yeah, uh, so I can't feel too bad, but in a, it's weird that in a, in a, it's a year full of maybe also too many Souls likes. Yeah, and I think that like this one, like you said, it's it's the build missing the build. Yeah, um, which is also my new reality show. <laughs> Michael A. Nichols was actually the, uh, oh shit, never mind. But he was in the Doors movie, right? He was, yeah, he was Jim Morrison. Was Oliver Stone? Yes, yes, it was. Weird. (laughs) What a weird director. Yep. Uh, But man, it's just like there's there comes a time too when if this isn't your play style, if this is the the style they want me to play, it comes a time like maybe I should just stop playing this game. Yeah, and that's totally viable. And I think that that is like an understandable opinion to have. And just be like, I'm done. I can't deal with this. I think I'm going to give it like a couple. I think I'm at like, like another hour or two. Wait just a to... couple weeks. Yeah. Give some it time some away time. Helps. Yeah. And then like go back and just like give it a couple days of, of, of trying again. But man, I just, yeah, it's, it's just, it's sad, but like it's, it's a very rigid game. Yep. T- totally. All right, takes. Give me number six. No, this is this is your number seven. That was your Shit. honorable mention. You're right. That was my number six. <laughs> you know. You know. Um, all right. This is my second time cheating. And last time cheating. Okay. Tonight. Another number two. Another two. Uh, another, another two. Because kind of this is the blanket I'm putting this on. Okay. Under. Okay. Like much like I did the other one, being like great PS4 PSVR games. Yes. This one is uh, great. Uh, Apple Arcade games. Okay, it's no secret that I enjoyed that series, that uh, that service yes. rather this year. Um, haven't had much on it recently, though. It has not. Yeah, which is, really although, dropped like, off. People, I actually got notifications as they added some stuff. Uh, they just not added. Really wanted to play though. Nothing idea. Do want to play. People add. They added that like that Neo cab confessions game. Oh, did they? I didn't right. see that. Okay. Yeah, they just added that last week, and people love that game. Yeah, I know it's on Steam, right? Yeah, yeah. People, it's on Switch too. I almost bought it on Switch, but that's good. Um, I I downloaded that the other day, and and 
Um, I'll do that after this. Awesome. You know what? I, I actually I went back to a game on. This is completely fucking apropos nothing, but you know what? This is already going to be. This is going to be 17 hours long. Uh, so who cares? Uh, I randomly went back and just like looked at games from like 10 years ago yeah. on iOS and downloaded some to see if like what they were like again and how they changed. I, so I played Tiny Wings again for a minute. Oh, how was that? Not bad. Really? I played it for like 15 minutes and All I was right. like, yeah. You know what? For like a really basic like 2000, probably 9 or 10, maybe 11 or so era iOS game, it was base but not terrible. Nice. Uh, all right. Did I even say what my number is? Nope. Yes. So the, the games I'm actually putting into this yes. are What the Golf and Grindstone. Okay. What the Golf and Grindstone. Um, what the Golf is one of my favorite games to show to people of the year. Up there with Beat Saber. Mm-hmm. In terms of games, I just like being like, check this out. And I watch people play the first goal. Then I watched them play the second one as you were, like, throwing the club. Yep, and then you throw yourself. And then you throw yourself. And they're like, all right. They find it completely ridiculous. And they say, who are you? (laughs) (laughs) They say, sir, this is a Wendy's. Am I right, guys? That's a meme. Uh, I felt bad saying that. Um, But, man, no, this game has really, really fun homages that it does to other games mm-hmm. which is the basic mechanic of like the uh like the the pullback for power meter yeah and and like steerier shot uh mechanic of golf games um you go through mario brothers portal first person really um i did i this game never clicked with me so i never made it that far but all of this sounds really interesting bowling all the stuff like you well, go through so much stuff in this and each time you're like all right, what, what is this? Yeah, you're like, what the golf? But you're like, all right, you can't get more than one level out of this. And then lo and behold, they like kind of find some way to make it like to make their like, for instance, portal. Yeah, one. they get five levels out of that. Wow. And I went through and got the gold on all of them, which wow. is like playing them through them like three times with uh, different challenges and different like level layouts and stuff. Um, they they really put a lot of time into making like each time you replay something it feel like new and fresh and exciting yeah um and lots of just weird funny challenges of super hot they have a super hot level uh section where when you again when you move the time moves so you're knocking into guys taking their gun like they actually have like the guns like the mechanics of that that's really funny it's really cool that's really cool (laughs) this game like they it's just like it's and again, I guess like homage and stuff like that are maybe an an easy thing to to kind of crank out with a lot without a lot of creativity. Sure. Um, but these guys find a way to make it really entertaining and funny. Yeah. Um, and Grindstone, I'm sure we will be hearing about later. Yeah. Uh, this game is one of the best uh, iOS puzzle games. It is the um, Solitarica of 2019, I think we can safely give that award. Mm-hmm. Satirica award of a award, yep. just best iOS, iOS game. Pretty much best iOS game. It's yeah. uh, Cappy, probably Cappy Bear's best game. It might be. I think it easily is. I, yeah. Uh, it's just a a really 
simple, colorful uh, puzzle game with a funny looking art style and you're killing lots of monsters in the most I guess productively possible yep. while escaping out of a board. Yeah, shit's great. Alright, Tiggs, give me number six. Alright, so first up I'll say that my next honorable mention is Devil May Cry five. Um mm-hmm. the latest in the Devil May Cry series. Um people hated DMC. I didn't. I really like DMC. I was shocked when I found that out. Yep, me too. Um, I actually think it might... I think DMC might be my favorite of all the Devil May Cry games. Um, But people were saying, like, oh, but Devil May Cry 5, finally, it's a return to form. It's all back. And I I agree. Like, I think that, you know, Devil May Cry 5 is very much in the vein of, like, the first four Devil May Cry games. It's anime ridiculousness. Uh, it's got, you know, the three playable characters. Each one has like a different play style. Um, some levels require you to be one. Um, and it's, it's really weird. It's goofy. It's funny and it plays pretty well. I I think that some of the characters don't play that great. Um, I I think some of the player characters play extremely well. Um, and I I think that it was a little too uneven at times for me to really like uh, this was like hovering in at like the bottom of like, if I had like a top 15, it would probably be around like number 15. Yeah. Um, but like really fun, totally, totally worth playing. If you like the Devil May Cry games, um, uh, but not, it just, it, it, I missed the foot. I, again, I don't know why people hated DMC so much. I, I, I don't know whether, uh, I think DMC was a totally fun game with a, a- funny weird storyline mm-hmm. and i thought it played well i, I think I played it really well i think i played I thought, like, through that game like two or three times yeah um i do think actually the 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 controls and the combat maybe is a little tighter on this one it might be uh but i don't think it's nearly as charming of a game no i agree uh, and i think that like having one character to really like get to understand um like all the moves of like in dmc um, versus like switching between three that are fairly yeah. different move sets is very is a difficult thing to get through. Yeah, I, I the game kind of lost me. Yeah, uh, but anyway, yeah. yeah. Um, but my number six is Grindstone. Oh yeah. Um, echoing kind of everything that you just said, I, I I think that this is definitely the best iOS game. Um, of the year, I, I lost hours to this game. I I did everything uh, i got every treasure chest i got um every like crown. every crown everything um and and i loved it uh the whole way through i love the animation the art style of this game uh, i think it's adorable and, and like hilarious uh, i tried showing this to like some younger cousins and niece and nephew none of them got it um they're all just like can i play a different game instead so, um, you know, mismatch there, but I don't know. I, I found this game to be just like infinitely charming and, and it felt so rewarding and visceral when you like came up with just like a great line. Um, and when like, I, I think my highest in like some of the bonus areas where like you're meant to just make like a giant long line and I got like 45 and it felt like the greatest thing in the world. Um, really, I, I love like the faces that your dude makes. I love, like, the look when you start getting hit uh, and, like, he starts, like, looking really tired and stuff. I, I just, like, everything about the game, I, I, I think, is just oozing personality and fantastic. Oh, uh, absolutely. Um, yeah. The, the, we've talked enough about this game. Yeah. yeah. It's so good. Um, so, uh, Alex, you're up. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I actually want to echo definitely cry on my um my my runner my honorable mention list. This is just a game I I I got through maybe like the first what like I think there's what twenty thirty chapters like that right? Yeah, something like that. I got through about like the first eight. Yeah, eight to ten, and I liked it. I liked how it played, even though I felt like. I felt like when you switch between characters, I felt like I was like I I, I felt like I, I learned everything again sometimes. Yeah, totally. Um, it was good. It was good. There's nothing like I can't say anything necessarily bad about it. Right. Um, it's a game I wish I had put more time into consecutively. Um, it was hard game to go back to. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that people are excited about the Devil May Cry series again. But man, yeah. I I I get. I'm with you. I'm I'm shocked that everyone hated DMC so much. I don't get it. Uh, that's really kind of all I have to say about it, it that I all had on it. Yeah. Uh, Tiggs, oh my gosh, we're at number six? Is that yep. what? Number six. Oh, yeah, my number six. Yep, uh, yeah, you're number six. Yeah. I'm going to go with Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. Ooh. Uh, man, this is a... F- uh, this is another awesome remake. Mm-hmm. Man... Um, this is a game I did not play a hell of a lot of the original. Um, I'll be honest with you, it was sort of, uh, one of the ones I just, I just kind of missed. Uh, like, was was it, uh, was it Game Boy Color? Uh, it was Game Boy, uh, original Game Boy, and then they also had a remake, and, uh, Link's Awakening DX was the Game Boy Color one. Uh, yeah, I, I never, I, I weirdly, I never beat it. I had played it, but never beat it, uh, until I got this one, and man, I just fell in love with this game again. Um, Legends of Zelda is, it's, it's fucking good. This is, uh, the, the, the care going to this world, like we said, it kind of like, you can see how all the like the advances in the the Zelda lights have have inspired this things like um the fucking that game that looks like a lot uh what a game know, that, that looks like, like a lot that, that, that it looks like a lot like the one that like uh in uh the Zelda clone that it looks like a lot 3D dot game heroes yes ah. <laughs> like they 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 bought like like I feel like again like some of that like smooth yeah like that style, like I, th- I think that you can see how like the years of other things being inspired by Zelda maybe fed back into this one. Totally, um, totally. But yeah, it's just a nice little side story. And after like the intense like experience that Breath of the Wild was, yeah, it was really nice to have like a nice cartoonish, relaxing, but still like really fucking well done Zelda game. Yeah. Um, not going to say much, obviously, because I'll be talking about it. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I fucking, I, I, yeah, I love this game. It's, it's. I didn't play around with this, the the dungeon building stuff that much outside of using it in the story mode when you have to. Same. Um, but I think it was cool. It was a cool addition. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Game rules. Uh. All right, Jake's Give me your number five. Okay, um, so my my next honorable mention is Gears of War 5. Nice. Um, which is a game that came out. Um, I think that Gears of War 5 is uh, like a really good Gears game. 
Um, the, uh, it's, it's been a while since we've, since like four, I guess was a couple of years ago. And I think that it was, I like the new main character. I, I actually kind of in, like enjoyed the story. Yeah. I, th- I thought the shooting was, was very gears ish. I didn't think that the open world added anything to the game. Um, and that's kind of like the biggest drawback of the game. And then it also gets like annoyingly hard in that you're getting a bunch of like, mm-hmm bosses that just kill you in one hit if you get like too close like like it's um like a resident evil like chainsaw boss or something um and those feel unnecessary to me in this game but i really like a lot of the mechanics i love like um there there's like the blind boss which i thought was like a really cool boss fight um i think that like shooting uh enemies there's like a frozen lake part where you can like either shoot at the enemies or just shoot the lake underneath them and they fall and die immediately i, I thought that there's some really cool gameplay moments and gameplay mechanics that went into this game um, that made it like a good culmination of like of the Gears franchise, um, and I see like this would have been a really good one to end it on. Just like three would have been a really good one to end it on, but they're obviously going to have a six, um, and I'll play it. Um, but more than anything, like this was the game that made me go, "I should get Game Pass," and so I got Game Pass for you know like two dollars for two months or whatever. And then, and I got like another, uh, uh, what's it called? Like coupon or whatever for it later. So I'm still only paying $2, uh, for, per month for Game Pass at this point. Um, but it's made me stick with it. It was the one that got me into it. And the one that I found like, that's the reason I'm finding so much value out of Game Pass at this point is, is Gears really like, wow, that's a, that's a loud radiator. Um, (laughs) Someone's trying to get in. Um, It's kind of creepy. Um, Gears 5. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Uh, and then my number five game... Wait, five? Yeah, number five game of the year. Into the top five. Here we go, Alex. Fire Emblem Three Houses. Very nice. Um, I, so, much in the same way that people... Well, no, I guess it's kind of different. Um, people really didn't like the last Fire Emblem game, the one that was split up into three different games on uh, the 3DS. I loved it. Uh, I thought it was fantastic. I, I really liked um, everything about it. This, um, you know, it instead of making you buy three different ones, it just puts it all into one game, uh, which is great, uh, and also adds like a layer of persona on top of it in between all the battles. So I'm obviously into all of that. Um, I think that the battles... Uh, are it, it's it's straight up fire emblem, but it looks just so good. Um, I love all the battle animations. Um, I I enjoy just like the the systems in play of finding like the students that I like the best personality wise, and then like making sure that I got them into my class. Um, I like it. It's hard to not just be like, yeah, it's another fire emblem game because it is just another fire emblem game. But those games are like so well, like like just you know, put through the ringer. They've been around for like two decades or more at this point. Um, and like, th- this is just the latest edition in that. And it is, um, I, it's better than fates. I like it better than awakening. Um, it's, it's probably at this point then, I guess my favorite fire emblem game. Wow. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I'm, I, another one that I'm like, well, I put, I don't even know, 60 hours into the first campaign. And I'm like, and I keep meaning to be like, I got to start the, I got to start going through one of the other classes because it's just a lot of fun. It's a game that's like, you know, if there was like, I I do like all of the persona running around as the teacher type stuff, but if I could just remove all of that and just do the battles, I probably would have played through this game like two or three times at this point, because that, that bit just slows it down 
when really at some point I just wanted to get to the next battle because uh, the battles are still just super fun. Just the strategy RPG grid-based combat, um, really great. Highly recommend it. Um, you're up. Uh, Tiggs, I'm I'm going to shock you here with the uh, honorable mention. Okay. Um, yeah, fire on the probably not shock you, but fire on the uh, hey, three houses. Nice. Uh, I really liked this game. But man, I just didn't have, I I just didn't have the focus for it. It's a long game. It's a long game, and I kept, I kept kind of forgetting characters and mechanics every time I'd try to come back. Yeah. Um, and then one time I tried to come back like a month or so later, and I was just like dying on like battles. I feel like I like I just, I shouldn't have been having trouble with. Um, yeah. There, I l- there's a lot of like external mechanics that are like you could forget pretty easily. Yeah, I, I really like this game, and I like that idea for it, and I like the fact that they didn't stretch it out into all these multiple games that they kind of kept in one package. Um, I think that's that's smart for them. I think while like yeah. you get like the you know the, the Fire Emblem heads that that love stuff, I think that um, and will buy everything. I think that it's just it's just so much more accessible. Yeah. Definitely this way. Although I will say I definitely did agonize over which house to to pick for uh, that first day I was playing it. Oh, I knew who I was uh, going with right away. Black Eagles for life. <laughs> but no, this game's really good. It looks awesome. I do love the idea of of putting Persona into it. But um, yeah, I, I just wish I just wish I had given it a fair shake. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Understandable. Um, it's a lot. It's a big game. Yeah, it absolutely is. Alright, my number five. Oh boy, Tiggs. Oh boy. This game is my number five for many reasons. Okay. It's a game that I put the most amount of time into than any other game Okay. this year. It's a game that I didn't always love. In fact, sometimes could download downright hate, but could never stop thinking about it. And oh, when I, I did love is. it, I really, really loved it. But I wouldn't shut the fuck up about it. No, for, you wouldn't. For uh, multiple months. Uh, it's Death Stranding. Yeah, it is. I I don't remember the last time I was this conflicted over a video game. Yeah. Um, I think that this is weirdly is an achievement in things like game direction and things like that. Yes, this is we talked about this last week that this is this is very clearly Hideo Kojima's crazy ass vision for this game. This is one of the most singular visions I've ever seen in like a, a big budget video game in, in like the last 30 years. And there were times that when I was kind of firing on all cylinders with this game and was like very much like kind of giving myself over to it mm-hmm. um, that I got it. And <laughs> I would be like, yeah, okay, I'm going to um, plot out this crazy-ass path through this this area. Uh-oh, someone put up a sign here saying there's BTs going. All right, I'm going to... Sharp, thank you. I'm gonna give you some likes. Uh, now I'm gonna sharp my way through. Oh god, but I don't have a ladder. Okay, well there's a there's a there's a post box here. Maybe someone left me one. Okay, there is one. Uh, like someone did. Thank you. Here's a bunch more likes. Uh, but you know what? I'll take a package here from there. 
Uh, and then like, like just, there's so many things that would be happening and so many systems that you're juggling. Um, and to the point where when those systems start to annoy you, yeah, you don't want anything to do with this game. Yep. And you want to just kind of be like, uh, why? Yep. <laughs> just, you want to ask why? Yeah. But like, it, and like, and like, yeah, the, the combat is very good. Uh, it's kind of downright bad sometimes, and just the the mules are so annoying. annoying more than anything. Like I think I'd actually would have liked this game a lot better if they just um just kind of let you go through the world and walk through it and all that stuff. Yeah, um, it just did the BTS maybe, um, and but like uh, yeah, I I don't know, Chase. It's, it's, <laughs> I, I will say too, uh, the back half of this game is very plot loaded. Yeah, and I did have That's a heard. little less fun as I was going through some of that stuff because mm-hmm. it sort of the game shined the most when I was discovering, like, like I'd say probably chapter three, which I'm spending like twenty hours in. Um, there were times when I was like. Just like, oh shit, I discovered, uh, like making highways and stuff like that. And now I've got this, this gigantic road going between these things. And I have like automated bots going between ever. Like I was a little like, Damn. uh, like delivery mogul for a while. Yeah. Running this place. Uh, but then, like, as you're you're moving into new areas, they kind of end up hitting the reset button a lot of times on you. I've heard about that. Ways just to, like, make it more difficult and things like that. And then it gets way too much into the plot. And the plot is just such crazy nonsense that, like, there were times it was enjoyable and I was, like, laughing out loud while things were happening as it was very sincere. There was times when it was sincere that I was actually on board with it. Okay. Like, like two times, I'd say maybe <laughs> a few times, but like regardless of what else with this game, um, it was at times a guilty pleasure. Yeah, uh, but it's it had me. Yeah, through thick and thin, yeah. and you got the most out of me out of any other game. All right, Tiggs, give me your number five, four, or number four. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Let's let's start getting through these at this point. So uh, next honorable mention, also Death Stranding. Um, yeah. What? Just the honorable mention. Oh, I'm much. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, it's for the time that I put into it until I got to the point where it's just like I just don't want to play this game. Yeah. Um, there are some really great, just like quiet, meditative stuff about the game that I really Absolutely. totally get, and then combat happens, and I just like really hate it. Um, there, there, it, it makes the honorable mention because of the, because of its singular vision, because it's just so crazy that it came out. Um, and because I think that all that is worth celebrating and the game itself might not be the thing that's worth celebrating. Um, but yeah, that's, that's all I got to say about that. Um, my number four is, uh, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening remake. Nice. Um, Alex, this is a fantastic 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 remake um more e- like uh resident evil 2 remake uh like sh- gives you the original game in like ways and then also strays and like gives you other new stuff 
this just gives you the original game. Um, and I love it because it's one of my favorite Zelda games of all time. I used to play this game like daily, um, on the train. I would like, this was in high school. Um, you know, when I wasn't playing like a Pokemon, uh, red, uh, I was basically on the, like riding the train back and forth to high school, uh, playing Link's Awakening. Um, probably finished this game. I don't even know, seven, eight, nine times, like loved it. And like jumping back into this game, uh, like knowing that it's like kind of aimless at the beginning and just being like, well, I know exactly where I got to go. And like, oh, and there's the shield and there's the sword. And remembering just so much of it, just like coming back and being just like, where am I, where do I need to go again? But like my hand was like pointing me or like, like the, I was already going the right direction on the stick because my muscle, my muscle memory was already there. But like in my mind, I couldn't remember exactly where to go, but I knew exactly what to do. Um, and that's why like, this is just such a joy to play. It's, it's so adorable. I love the graphic styling of this one. Um, I, I've heard that people had issues on switch with like, um, uh, with it, like chugging and getting like, uh, like, like framey at times, like dropping down to like single digit frames. I never had any of those issues. Um, and, and so, you know, I, I can't speak to that, but I, I think that this is, oh, I never had those issues. this is just such a great, great remake of a great, great Zelda game. Just a bite-sized, like 10, 15 hour Zelda game. Um, one of my favorites of all time. It, it reminded me of why I, I love this game, uh, uh, from like the, the original days. Uh, I thought that the dungeon, the dungeon building stuff was really cool. Uh, it was never something that I really did outside of the plot. I think that it was a little... You know, it was like a first step towards a Zelda maker um, and maybe a a Zelda maker uh, as opposed to Mario maker is a little bit more difficult in some ways. Um, So I never got deep into that, but I would definitely buy a Zelda maker if they ever made one. Um, Oh, yeah. But uh, I I really, really enjoyed all of my time with this game. Just like, just, just couldn't stop playing it. Couldn't stop playing it. Um, Alex, what's your number four? Uh, I'm actually going to go back because I realized I missed saying this. Uh, I don't mention when you mentioned it before. Uh, Resident Evil 2. Nice. Remake. Um, I This is just by virtue of not getting far enough in it. This is, this is an honorable mention. I love this game every moment I, I played with it. It just... I bought it at a weird time, and it just kept getting pushed to the side. Um, but man, I did love it. It is, like I said, a gold standard now, for, along with Legends of Link's Awakening for uh, remakes. Um, it's one that I plan on trying to finish before uh, the next one comes out. Is that next month? Yeah. Um, yeah, now it is. No, yeah, wait. Yeah. Is it next yeah, month? End, end of March, yeah. All right, yeah, I got to get back to that. Uh, all right, and my number four is Slay the Spire. Nice. Damn. Uh, this is a game that, like, I didn't want to put this much time into this game. Yeah, like there's 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 so many other games I could have been playing, but I just kept playing Slay the Spire. Yeah, uh, this is like one of the the best collectible card, uh, like rogue like RPG. And I, it's probably enough of them to make it a, a genre. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if there are, this is the the best goddamn one. Um, I could even though it takes like what like maybe 40, 40 minutes or so for a run. It could it could be a lot longer. Be, yeah. I guess probably maybe my longest is probably an hour. Um, yeah, uh, once once I die, I just immediately want to start start up again. Um, yeah, I love this game. Every every run is is so different and so entertaining. Each character, 
uh, plays so differently and fun. Um, yeah, uh, this is one of the best things to get on the Switch or Game Pass. Uh, do it right now if you haven't. Yep. All right, Tiggs, give me a number three. Uh, yep, three. So honorable mention, Dragon Quest Eleven. Um, oh, nice. So I, I haven't finished it. I put twenty thirty hours into it, something like that, maybe. Um, and, and really enjoying it. Um, but uh, just by virtue of that I haven't finished it, uh, I ended up not putting it on the list. Really liking everything about it so far. Um, it's a great Dragon Quest game. Um, it totally worth picking up if you're even on the fence about it. Um, if, if you like, you know, tr- very, very traditional JRPGs, um, this is it. Um, it, it is one of the best ones of those that you're going to find in like any re- recent years. Um, it, it, it's great. Uh, the, the orchestral soundtrack in the switch version is fantastic. Um, I, I highly, highly recommend it. Um, I highly recommend picking it up. Um, and my number three is slay the spire. Oh, very nice. Yes. Much like you said, like I, I don't know when this game clicked for me in like a Dark Souls sense. Like I, I put I put like a little bit of time into it. I was like, yeah, this is fine. And I put a little bit more time into it. I was like, yeah, this is fine. And then all of a sudden, I was just like, I was like, I saw the cards and I knew the deck I had to build. And I was like, I know what I'm doing. I started looking up guides to be like, oh, so this is the like this is like the way to actually build like uh, the warrior class. Okay, um, ended up beating it. With all three classes, um, oh, yeah, it was it was great. I really want the last class to come out um, on Switch or the, the latest class to come out, dude. Um, I was playing this with my nephew. Like we would be uh, like I would have this uh, like either I would be controlling or he would be controlling it, and then we'd kind of like talk through the cards that I had in my hand or his hand, and we'd be like, "Oh, this is probably the one that we should play right now," or "This is the card that you should take." Um, made it all the way to the final final boss and oh this is this is so great so had like uh like 21 health left i I could see how much health the boss the boss was like barely had any health left um and i knew that like the second i like i could attack and i wasn't going to be able to kill the boss um and then it was just going to be over it's like and then he's just going to kill me right away i was like it's over it's it we're done um uh we have like enough health for to take like one hit and then he's going to do like his like three or four hit combo and then we're going to die and like it's great we made it this far it's awesome so do the one hit boss takes over forgot that i had um like the power up that when a boss like or when something attacks you it takes damage so attack the boss it has like three health left it attacks us one we go down to one health and it takes just enough damage to kill it and me and my nephew like flip out. It's like the greatest <laughs> moment. We're like, oh my gosh, we beat it. And that was us like beating uh, the, the third character that we hadn't finished yet. It was so great. Loved all the different characters, all the different oh, styles. Yeah. Um, it's it's a game that like I could, I could I think about putting like hours and hours more into. It's just, it's so much fun. It is just such a great collectible card like rogue like rpg and i thought that was going to annoy me at first i thought it was gonna be like oh well i need to start collecting cards again um and i didn't uh quite grasp like the nuances of deck building until i talked to one of my coworkers, uh who was just like well yeah you're and i like i just don't get it and he was like well you're you keep adding cards to your deck right i was like yeah he's like it's it's just as if not more important to start removing cards from your deck because you want to have like a really small deck 
where you're always just getting the cards that you need and you're just like plowing through guys. So you're going through your entire deck in like one hand every single time. And I was like, oh. And once I started making like really tiny like 13, 14 card decks and like getting to like, uh, like I'd go to uh, like get, get, go to one of like the question marks and be like, do you want to upgrade a card or do you want to remove a card from your deck? Always yeah. remove. Always remove a card from your deck. Ne- like, really? Always. Like very, very rarely, unless I was playing um, like the mage class and I had Whirlwind and it wasn't upgraded yet, I would always remove a card from the deck. Um, and just like got into this okay. thing where like it, I just, I started like to just get it and it was so great. Uh, yeah, the game's incredible. Um, yep. Yeah. Uh, anyway. No. Uh, you're up, number three. Shit, shit, shit. You're right, you're right, you're right. Um, okay, I realized I didn't say this. Uh, this I don't mention as well. I can't even remember that phrase anytime the night. Um, <laughs> uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Um, nice. I really like that. It, it's an awesome Call of Duty game. It, really um, is. it was really close to doing my list. Uh, I I even played uh, a multiplayer on this one again. Wow, really? Yeah. We still have to do Spec Ops. I know. Um, yeah, it, it, this is just a fun roller coaster ride. Um, I just didn't quite. I, I, I didn't. I didn't seal the deal on this one. So, um, I figure, especially it being a five-hour game, I maybe should have done that before uh, added to us. But I really liked it. Um, I think this is a return to form. Keep going down this road, guys. I know this actually had a terrible development history, right? This yep. one. I think so. Yep. Okay. So maybe that's the key. Is just have everything go wrong. Have people quit and stuff like that, and then you'll have a good game. Um, number three, uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Nice. Uh, man, this is was the Souls game. If you told me that a licensed game in the Soul, like with the Souls, like would be the one I connected to the most, I probably would have said, "Yeah, I guess you're right." Yeah, probably. Uh, Star Wars. Yeah, this is um, respawn. Uh, makes makes pretty fun um, campaigns. They know what they're doing, and and yeah, and I think that there, there's some janky stuff about this game. Oh, totally. Um, but I think that like, and I think that and yeah, and there's characters that aren't very fun to to fight against and stuff like that. I think the timing's a little weird and stuff, but I think that's all nitpicking. And the fact that I have to do nitpicking on this game is really a testament to just how um, how well Respawn was able to. Uh, adapt into the the Star Wars universe and make something that like feels like it fits and totally. and take that 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 style of game and make it make sense in this world mm-hmm. uh, and with the jet like and yeah and with the Jedi like style of fighting so like yeah, that that it's it's such a weird synergy that just ended up making sense that like I didn't I didn't really want to put this game down yeah. um, uh, once I started it when I went home. I was supposed to be putting all this time into other stuff, uh, but I ended up just keep. I just kept going back to Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. Um, uh, I I really loved this game. Yeah, great game. All right, takes number two. Number two. Uh, next honorable mention is Pixel Puzzle Collection. Um, yeah. Uh, Konami phone uh, Picross game where you're making a little. All the Picross objects are things from Konami games. I that. Ace game rules. Yeah, it's great. I love Picross and I love old Castlevania Bomberman type games. Like it is, it's so much fun. Uh, I, I like, I dropped like 
hours into this game, just like having so much fun um, playing uh, playing this one. I always love a new Picross game, and this is like the best one that's come out in a long time. Uh, and I was I had actually downloaded a bunch of other Picross games uh, before this came out for iPhone because uh, I was looking for like a good Picross game, and then once this came out, I just deleted all the other ones because this is the only one that mattered anymore. <laughs> Yeah, this this is this is one of the best ones yeah. uh, in a long time. Yeah, totally. Um, and my number two, which I'm sure or I assume we'll be hearing uh, a little bit more about in a second from you, is Control. Um, latest from Remedy, makers of Alan Wake, makers of Quantum Break, makers Max of Payne. Control, Ma- makers of Max Payne. Yeah, Max Payne. Really just a fantastic, crazy third-person shooter with powers. Um, a, a really good, interesting story that takes place all within this mansion that's constantly changing. Um, but you always feel, you always have this sense of place, which is something that's really difficult to do. Um, and, and when it, and when like you do like jump into like a weird motel world, it all makes sense in like in the world that Remedy creates. Um, I think that this has some of the the best voice acting. I think it has like the great um, uh, uh, what is it like? Some of the FMV is top oh, yeah. notch, as you would expect from a Remedy game. Uh, some of the creepiest, creepiest FMV too. The marionette puppet shows are insane, and it, this game just made me want to keep coming back to it, just to explore a little bit more of this mansion, try and figure out some more of the story. Uh, I think that the story of the mansion, um, the story of like of you and where you're at, um, like uh, seeing like the model of your town in the mansion at one point, like all of it is just so interesting and like weirdly Lynchian and all this stuff that just works so well in an atmosphere uh, that creates this atmosphere that you just want to find more about. I think that the actual story uh, about your brother is a little like it's kind of like a whatever uh, it's not that interesting, um, but everything around it, all of the little ancillary bits are just so good and, and so well thought out um, it, that this is the best Remedy game possibly. Yes, I agree with you. Um, and that's where I'll leave it for... Oh, yeah, and then and then o- over the first fake credits crawl, it plays a tricky song. From um, Premillennium Tension, one of my favorite tricky albums. Anyway, continue. You're up. Number two. Uh, number two. My number two. Uh, honorable mention. I feel like I've said everything now in my honorable mentions list. Oh, no, I haven't. Okay. Uh, Outer Wilds. Oh, nice. Man, man I, I really like this game a lot, and I want to love it. Again, I said it a thousand times. I just, I, I can't seem to figure out what I'm doing. I can't seem to get a grasp on the controls and everything like that. I just, uh, I can't seem to get the direction going. And when I find some place, I can't seem to like break through and find the right things to do there. Um, I know it's an, ex- it's, it's a, it's an exploration game, but I should just take my time and explore. I just haven't given it the chance. This is one of the ones I want to go back to. Um, and I, it's been, I was having a conversation with one of my coworkers recently about outer wilds, um, and talking about like, if, I was younger. If if I was still in college, this would probably have been my game of the year. Um, but as a grown up with a job and a limited amount of time to play games, I need some sort of direction. Like they, like games have given me uh, have uh, 
now I expect there to just be a spot on the map that says go here first. Um, And with Dark Souls, I can get around that, but this one is just even more aimless. And I really like so much of it, but it's just too aimless that like, I'm going to need to sit down with a guide for like hours and hours to just try and figure out what to do. And that's going to feel like it's going to defeat the purpose of it. Like I found like the point where I found a temple place in there and then I just couldn't quite get to where I needed to go when I could see it. Yeah. No matter what I did, it just like, it, it kind of killed it for me. And I was like, I, I just, it's, and then it would like, and the loop would go and I'd be like, well, God damn it. Well, what am I supposed to do? And I'm like, uh, I hear you. Yeah, I I really like I, I want to love it. Yeah. Uh, all right, my number two, uh, Outer Worlds. Nice. Yeah, I man, I ended up really liking this game and really a pre- like it. Maybe it was the fact that I haven't gotten a good Fallout in a long time, um, and also like I I really enjoyed the the satire in this one. I know, like you said, it get a little exhausting. Uh, but I kind of like the the cr- the crazy extreme dystopian capitalism of that. Totally, uh, was a really fun thing to explore that not many games have. I don't think really games have done that. Um, I don't think so. Uh, so I just found it really creative. I like the cast of characters. Oh, great! I really loved like the like the team you assemble and all of their missions. I end up I find myself doing every single one uh, of like the companion missions. Um, some Mass Effect Two vibes there. Uh, totally. I I actually found myself like you like <coughs> the gameplay in this one is the best of any Fallout style of new modern Fallout style game. Definitely bar none. I think that they like adding in the power stuff and and all these things was really awesome. And I ended up like at first I kind of lamented not being able to have like the percentage on the. Like, uh, <laughs> Like speech, but then after a while, and I was just kind of powering through the game. I was like, you know what? Fuck it! I'm just talking my way through everything and yep. doing that. And just it was like it actually up ended up, like forget for, it. For speed running almost, yeah, and mainlining it, yeah, that actually ended up working out. Yeah, uh, I loved it though. Yeah. Um, Me too. Uh, again, I felt like really thematically and everything like that, right up my alley. Yeah. All right, Tiggs. All right, let's get some. Hold on. Do you have one honorable mention left? Yeah, I do. Okay, let's let's do our final honorable mentions. Then we'll go into the worst game slash all the other uh, category thing that we. Yeah, yeah, yeah. G- g- give me your give me your last one. Okay, my last one is AI: The Somnium Files. Um, Shit, that's right. Yeah, which is uh, latest from the director of the Zero Escape series. Um, really, just a fantastic um, detective style uh, a game with a, a mystery that. You can kind of like tell where it's going, but then it kind of goes in like different weavy, crazy, twisty ways as you would expect from it. It is anime nonsense for a lot of it, but so much of it is just like really great and really well done. I could have done without some of like the stupid gags that they that they just kept coming back to. Um, but like for the most part, I just I, I loved every minute of this game. Um, found myself like a lot of times in these like, you know, anime crazy games i will just start skipping dialogue i never found myself skipping dialogue in this um i I was reading everything i wanted to know everything about all these characters got through everything um really 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 loved it can't wait for whatever the 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 next game uh that that he's going to be doing is uh absolutely i i need to play that still yeah um with my 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 last i mentioned 
much kind of a, a step sideways from all these. Uh, Sayonara Wild Hearts. Oh, nice. Uh, I really enjoyed this game. Um, but, yeah, it's just not... Uh, it's very cool. It's a, it's a, it's a very cool. Like uh, I really like. It was Samogo, right? Uh, yes, I believe so. Um, I really like. I think they make some of the coolest mobile games around. Um, I think this is a, a, a really like yeah, a really fun short, uh, little like mobile and, and I, I don't know how to play it on Switch. Uh, it's good on Switch. Yeah, I bet it's, it's probably much better on Switch. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Queen Latifah, uh, great voiceover. <laughs> It actually is. Uh, yeah. Uh, all right, Tiggs, let's get some... All right, give me get... your nominees. for. Are we doing all this in one category? Oh, no, no, no. Actually, let's do worse. I got a worse. Okay, all right. Give me your worst, I... worst game nominee. Crackdown 3. Oh, I forgot that Crackdown 3 came out. Fuck Crackdown 3. I forgot it came out, too. And then I looked, and I was like, you know what? Screw that game. I put way too much time into that for what it deserved. And this game, it couldn't even be a good version of a 360 game. Mm-hmm. This is a shitty version of a 360 game. You're not wrong. That's a good That's a good nomination. Um, yeah, fuck might, Crackdown 3. Yeah, fuck Crackdown 3. Um, my my, yeah, that seems extreme. But yeah. <laughs> it's, no, it's no Kill Zone 4 or whatever. Um, my nomination for worst game is Dr. Mario World. Um, <laughs> Alright. Uh, I really just it it took it took the name dr yeah. mario and then it didn't give you a dr mario game it didn't make any sense I, to me yeah. it annoyed the crap out of me while i was playing it to the point where i like i played it for like an hour and then just deleted it i was so upset by the game i that game rubbed you the wrong way it really did it really did um but i think that you're right i think it's crackdown i think crack, 3. i think crackdown 3 is the worst game of the year yeah, i really do i think you're right uh i so said some games i forgot about yeah uh, Division Two. Oh, totally forgot. For a that. game I put thirty-five hours into, I can't remember for life. Me, like I can't believe that Division Two came out in twenty nineteen. Play it, yeah. I re- I wanted to get it and never did. That's crazy that you put that much time. In. Yeah, <laughs> well, it was the only game our friends would play together. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's uh, what else you got, man? Uh, oh shit, I I had other stuff. Um. There was... Hold on, I'm looking up again. Blair Witch? Yeah, Blair Witch, I forgot about that. Totally forgot about the game. Played, like, another <laughs> in the Outer Wilds type of award, where it's just like, I get that the whole idea of this game is that you're aimlessly lost in the woods, but, like, I don't care. What about Kingdom Hearts 3? Never played it. You didn't? Nope. That's so surprising. I know. Why not? I... <sighs> You're I, was, other things. I was waiting for it to come to PC, which it still hasn't. Is it supposed to? I don't know. Um, I have like in preparation for this, I started replaying like Kingdom Hearts One and kind of like made it a couple hours in and then fell off hard and was like, maybe I don't really like Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, that's kind of how uh, I'll be honest with you. Kind of how I felt a little bit too. <laughs> uh, I, I I played. I put about ten hours into Kingdom Hearts three. I didn't hate it, but I was just like, "Why? Why did we like?" Why there was no, there, there was no like. I wasn't like jazzed to be back here. Yeah, like I was just kind of like, "Oh, yeah, this is this is this is all right, I guess." Yeah. Uh, oh, 
How is Shenmue 3 that not was, on your I was list? about to nominate that one. Um, did not forget about this game. Actively, like, stopped playing this game uh, because the combat is just so bad. Um, it's... it. I, I think that, like, it, it feels like a Dreamcast game that they, like, it was like, well, we can make this on Unreal Engine, right? Um, and that's, it, it feels like a Dreamcast game. Uh, it, it feels so outdated in so many ways. I think that the landscapes actually look really beautiful. Um, but, like, the the face models are so bad. You could count the polygons in most of the faces. The voice acting, uh, I think it's supposed to be bad because it's laughably bad so often. Um and the combat is just garbage. It's it's just so there there are things around it that I think like oh this is kind of enjoyable uh, if there wasn't all this other stupid stuff that I have to do in order to progress the story. Um, and, and so that like I'm happy I backed it. I'm happy it got made. Uh, I don't think I'll be getting the fourth one when it does come out because apparently they're doing like a fourth and possibly a fifth. No, I don't know. I, That's uh. All right, well, what about No More Heroes, Travis Strikes Again? That, oh, was that should have been my to. worst game. I forgot about that. That's just a garbage game. I I was so annoyed with that. <laughs> it makes me... I'm not going to pick up No More Heroes 3 at this point because of this game. Shit. Yeah. Unless No More Heroes, Heroes 3 gets like some really good reviews, I just I think I'm like, I don't know. The humor is just not clicking with me. Uh, I know it's like a, di- a completely different gameplay. But, like, I, I don't think the the Suda 51 humor used to be something that I, like, I I enjoyed. And then it felt like it's just kind of, instead of, like, becoming more subversive, it's become more immature. Um, and, and I feel like that's just, like, the route that it's going to keep going. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right, Tiggs. Uh, I, think, I think we're here. I think we're this here. is it. We're here. All right. Absolutely. Uh, do we actually, are we selecting a winner on those? Or are we just going to forget about it? We for, I feel like we forgot about them. Maybe we forgot. Let's just forget about them. Let's forget about them. All right. Number one. Alex, you go first this time. Tiggs, my number one is from a little, little studio in Scandinavia. A game called Control. Nice. Uh, holy shit. Like, I... I really just love the mood, the atmosphere, so good. Uh, everything about this game. And it takes like it's it's yes, it's kind of basic with its um, actual controls uh, and, and some of its gameplay. And actually, you know, it, it's a lot of it. I'm sure is just sort of building on Quantum Break's stuff because no one played that. Yeah. Uh, in terms of like the powers, I think there's a few that are probably exactly the same. Um, but what they did was. They really put so much into just their writing, the atmosphere, um, just like just being so clever with all the things that Remedy is actually the best at. Again, like you're saying, the FMV, um, uh, just making something just creepy and unsettling, and, and just uh, and, and just like both environmental and uh, other kinds of like. I was like subliminal, but like subtextual storytelling and all that stuff. And it's just, they, they make games that have so many layers in that. Like, yes, sometimes you, they expect you to put maybe a little bit too much time into, uh, reading stuff to figure out what's going on. Um, but when you do, you actually like, you really find that there's like actual good world building going on. I think these guys just, um, they they really make amazing uh, 
like single player experiences that we kind of don't. And I know it's maybe not like the biggest, bestest AAA game in the world, uh, but I think there's something about it that's just uh, personally uh, clicks with me a lot. I love this game. Yeah, love Control. Fantastic game. It, it, the, the, my top three have all kind of been rotating as like what's going to be my number one. Uh, so Control was almost my number one, like as of like five minutes before recording this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. But my actual number one is Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Shit. Yeah. Uh, this, uh, what, like, what, when I talk about like Sekiro only giving you the one weapon and not feeling like enough of like Souls-like, you know, and kind of being like too overly brutal, like Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order was the game that gave you one weapon, but like felt perfectly like the Souls-like game that I wanted to play. Um, I, I really love the story. I love just having a great single-player Star Wars game and campaign to play that I was engrossed in it and reading all of like the data logs that you would pick up and scanning everything that I could find. Um, I, I think that the combat feels great. The parrying system was very forgiving for the most part. Um, I was playing it on like the hardest difficulties. And this is a game that, I, again, I would like I would call it my nephew because he was playing it as well, and we would like talk about what we were doing. Um, and and like the ending, I, I thought it had a really really strong like final ending to it. And then there was like the surprise character that shows up at the end that I was like, what? I didn't know this was about to happen. And that was great too. Uh, I loved all the force powers that you get. It just made you feel yeah. like you were. I, I the story aspect of that kind of felt a little weird. Yeah, just, like, I have to remember my Jedi powers. Um, it's, it's a little bit of a oh, not necessarily a cop up, like a, all right, really? That's okay, that's fine. Yeah, but I, like, but but I think that like um, the fact that they actually like you you actually go a while without getting a lot of your powers, like yeah, they actually. Uh, it's amazing how much that game opens up at the back, I'd say, like, 30 to 40%. Yeah, and, and like, it's got the cool, like, Metroidvania type of thing where, like, once you get the new powers, you go, can go back to the older places and, like, unlock things that you didn't know that were there in the first part. Um, ended up killing, like, all, like, the alpha bosses as well. Um, really just had so much fun playing this game. Um, it, it's it's the best Star Wars game in forever, um, it, it's, it's got really great combat. It makes you feel, it makes the lightsaber feel like, like this real weapon that you're actually using. Um, yeah. loved going up against like, just like stormtroopers and like taking them out. Um, and then as like the more elites come, like really trying to figure out like exactly what to do. Like I'll force push this guy, pull this one towards me, freeze this one for a little bit, like slash slash. Like it, it felt just like like again, like the story reason for like doling out your powers is really dumb, but I felt like it made sense in like me trying to learn the game. Like it had to be that way in order for you to like not just be overwhelmed at the beginning. Uh, absolutely, <laughs> and I think that like, yeah, it's. I, I know everyone this year tried putting out their souls like, mm-hmm. um, but man, it's it's amazing what Respawn did with with yeah. Jedi Fallen Order and the fact that like all these Star Wars games have been canceled and not great lately. To have this one actually be good was such a, a relief. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I, w- I was worried, but then, like, yeah, once I started playing it, I was like, no, this is this is the Star Wars game I've been waiting for. Yeah. My, my, my top three is well rotated uh, uh, constantly. Uh, so let's, I propose, let's do Jedi Fallen Order number one, Control number two, Outer Worlds three. I I am 100% okay with that. I was going to I was going to give you uh control number 1, but I'll take Jedi Fallen Order number 1. 
Yeah. And then what do you think about Slay the Spire? Maybe Slay the Spire, Zelda. Slay the Spire, Zelda. I was all right. Yeah. Um. I was grindstone. Say, oh, grindstone. Yeah. All right. So hold on. Let me write all this down. So, Jedi Fallen Order, uh, Control, uh, Outer Worlds, uh, Slay the Spire, um, uh, The Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening remake um well what else we got on here uh grindstone grindstone um what are we at one two three four five six um do you want resident evil in there i i could maybe let's see what else we got so uh, i think bloodstained has to be there resident evil needs to be there death stranding probably needs to be there I would. I. I was about to say. I, I'm good with. Let's put Death Stranding at number ten. Okay, good. I was. Gonna I say think the same. that's where it belongs. I know that people. I know. All right. Like if any of this, I know that it's. Stop adding him. <laughs> yeah. Um. Let's see here. Add a. Add a world. Um. Do you want? Do you want Fire Emblem on there? So what do we still have left? We have Fire Emblem, Resident Evil Two. Um, Bloodstained. What else do you have? Uh, what what VR Saber, game do you I mean, want on this? Beat Saber Beat or Trigger? No, Beat Saber definitely. Um, but Beat Saber. Promise you. Can, people can also argue Beat Saber being a 2018 game. I know. Yeah, Not that it matters anymore. Yeah, that matters. Uh, it, it doesn't need to be on there just because I. <laughs> I think Bloodstain needs to be on here. Yeah, I'd rather get Bloodstain on there. Um, if you want to put Bloodstain, maybe number eight. Let's put. I'd rather have. I actually think Resident Evil deserves to be probably number seven. That deserves higher. I know that's a better game. Like I. Resident Evil Two Remake. Um, so that puts like Fire Emblem at like number nine. How do you feel about that? So what else? What else do you give me? Give me your top ten list. Give me everything again. Luigi's Mansion, Beat Saber, Bloodstained, What the Golf, Grindstone, Death Stranding, Zelda, Slay the Spire, Jedi Fallen Order, Outer Worlds, Control. I'm well represented. Okay. Um, so the only thing that's missing right now is Fire Emblem. Um, and getting rid of Beat Saber and putting Fire Emblem there. Uh, was there anything else? Um, so, what is, so that would be number 10, Death Stranding, 9, Fire Emblem, 8, Bloodstained, uh, 7, Resident Evil 2, 6, Grindstone, 5, Legend of Zelda, 4, Slay the Spire, 3, Outer Worlds, 2, Control, 1, Star Wars, Jedi, Fallen Order. That looks that's like a, a good great list. That's a good list. That's a, that's a really good, good list. list. <laughs> what? That, that, that's a spicy meatball. Hey. I think we... Remember when we used to spend like two hours coming up with our top ten? <laughs> I liked that the last two years, like, like as the night's gone on, we've been like... Can we just get like one of usually one of us just like how about this? And that one's like all right, yeah, yeah, that's not bad. That's how that's how it goes now. It's just like look, like you just started like here are the top three. <laughs> it was like Death Stranding has to be ten. Let's fill in the rest. It really doesn't matter. Uh, Slay the Spire. It's, it's, I think Slay the Spire is like one of my biggest surprises of the year. I'm like debating like, do we just put Slay the Spire number one? <sighs> Uh, I would not. Uh, do we want to give it number three? Do you want to? I wouldn't mind switching those two. All right, let's switch those two. Let's switch those two. I think that 
for, for real, if you are listening to the like, for real, play that game. If you play have. that game right now. Slay the Spires. The game. Just put number. But one. you're right. Like it took like probably like two or three runs. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah. And once it clicks, it clicks. Oh, yeah. All right. So. Death Stranding, Fire Emblem, Bloodstained, Resident Evil 2, Grindstone, Legend of Zelda, Outer Worlds, Slay the Spire, Control, Jedi Fallen Order. That's a good list. That's a good list. It was a good list yeah. before. It's a little bit better now. Yeah, I. 2019 uh, definitely did have some really good games. And actually, really like, uh, I, I will say, I, I cherry picked things yeah. last year. Yeah. The, this year, the, I, had, I was putting together a list and I was like, holy crap. That's why I had so many honorable mentions this year. And, like, I didn't, like, get to, like, dive into a lot of the amazing games on Steam and stuff like that. Like, I, I know that, like, like Disco Elysium is coming to PS4, supposedly, I think, this year. Yeah, I think so. And I've I, I put a little bit more time into that, and it's really cool. Um, it, it's a game that I still need to, like, really dive more into. Um, but I think... I think, guys, I, it's, you know, as we said, it's New Year's Eve, and the ball is going to drop soon. Oh, my God. Wait. Wait, it's 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 starting to go down. It's starting ten. Wait, 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 all right, you can find us on the web. Move. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. That's the other one. Shit. Find us on uh, shortwavegaming.com. Shortwavegaming.com. dot com. That's the one. Yep. Uh, find us on Twitter. nine. You can find <laughs> us on Twitter at uh, at shortwavegaming. Piece of, uh, that's the other one too. Eight. Uh, you can find us on Twitch. Shortwave gaming. Uh, seven. seven. Uh, you can email us creeppodcast at gmail dot com. we have any emails? No, we do not. Um, six. six. Uh, you, uh, you can rate us on iTunes. Uh, grief podcast. All right, five. All right, six. I think twenty twenty is going to be a great year. I, I think, think we're going to really nail it this time. I think we're going to be consistent. Yeah. I think we're going to be funny again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best joke. Three, um, two, and we won't be doing any sketches anymore. I swear. One, <laughs> one. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year! All right, guys, we made it. We made it. To uh, twenty. We got the podcast in at the last minute. Last minute, we just made it. Just <laughs> under the gun, we did it, Alex. Thanks. We did it. Thank you so much. Thank you, Alex. All right, guys, you'll see us. You'll see us next time on the Grief Podcast. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.